H2O, October, season six. Go, Dave. Hey, thank you for finding HTWOW, High Tea with Old Waver, featuring me, Dave Lane, and my friend Toby Pipes. Say hi, Toby. Hello. And we bring you the finest curated jams every month, and we get tanked while we play them for you. It's a fun time, and we hope that you enjoy this podcast. Uh, Just a couple of quick notes before we get to the content that you are expecting and very excited to hear. First thing is that we have a companion podcast. It's a subscription-only podcast, but it's very much worth it. It's only $5 a month. You get some merch when you join, and it is twice the jams, and we're twice as lit. So go to oldwaver.com and click on premium and you can subscribe or you can go to patreon.com and type in HTWOW and find us there and we'll be your new best friends and we'll have a special secret time and you can feel like you're part of the most exclusive club on the internet. (laughs) And then the other thing that I was going to tell you about, um, I've had a few people take me up on this. And the offer still stands. If you want to go to Apple Podcasts and type us up a five-star review and do some creative writing, like uh, make something that sounds like we're really awesome, uh, and then take a screen grab of that and send it to me at htwellpod at gmail.com, then I'll send you some merch, like, uh, like a shirt or a pint glass or... Uh, whatever you, whatever you want, we'll work it out. It's going to come out of our promotional budget (laughs) at HD. Well, industries, we have no promotional budget. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's going to come out of our pockets, but, Mm. uh, it really helps legitimize us in the minds of the masses when they see all these five-star reviews and all these people that say great things about us. So please write us a review and, uh, if you uh, want to do it out of the goodness of your heart, that's cool. But also, if you want free stuff from us, uh, take a screen grab and send it to us at htwellpod at gmail.com. Thank you in advance. Sweating and cold is the worst stink. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you never really air it out. You just take it off and throw it in the bag. And, like, the cold holds it. It holds the stink. Yeah, it freezes it. It's like goalie gloves. It's like when they uh, dig up a mastodon that died, Mm -hmm. like, 50,000 years ago. The message is perfectly simple. The meaning is clear. Don't ever stray too far. And don't disappear. No, don't disappear Ever had the feeling Almost broken too Said that you were leaving Like you do You do
You know the word that comes to mind with this song? What? Sumptuous. <laughs> I can just always, for some reason, with this song, like smell hair mousse. Uh. Do you remember mousse? Uh-huh. I just smell it. Yeah, when I hear this song, it makes me think of mousse. They still the sell moose? Hell yeah, they do. They do? Yeah. The meaning is clear. Don't ever No, don't disappear. Hey guys, welcome to HG Wow, episode 63. October 2022 episode of High Tea with Old Waver. I am your host, Davey, Gen X Davey, Dave Blaine, Old Waver, at Old Waver on Twitter. And I'm joined by my better half, my platonic love friend, Toby Pipes, at Toby Pipes on Twitter. And we are listening to ABC, Be Near Me. Such a hot jam. That's a jam. And the reason that we're listening to it is, of course, that it is a selection from our HTWOW album of the month. They got an autographed copy. Yes. So Be Near Me is the big single off of How to Be a Zillionaire which came out in 1985. Wow, I didn't... Um, I thought it was later than that. I thought it, it was later. Yeah, 85. That sounds and, really huge for... Uh, God, when was... Uh, uh, shoot that poison arrow. When was that? Was that like in 82 or something? Jeez. Oh my God, let's see. So they were like a another Roxy Music band. Yeah, so Lexicon of Love was 82. Hell yeah. That's so funny. That was 82? Yeah. Jeez, they were really ahead of their time. Yeah, and there was one in between. Do you remember Beauty Stab? Uh, what was on that? Let's see. I mean, they always have one, right? Uh, I think the only single was That Was Then But This Is Now. Yeah, you know what I love about that? Shoot that poison arrow. Back then, they would uh, English bands would really use the uh, marimba. Is that you know they would use that thing? You know the mallets on the wooden. Oh yeah, yeah. Marimba bell thing. I love the strings and be near me. That was so good. Yeah. That Anyways, great. anyway, point, we're, point being, I digress. Point being. How to Be a Zillionaire is our HTWOW album of the month. It is provided to us by our vinyl sponsor, PositiveSpin.com, positive with a Z. And they told us most of the time, either we'll just come up with something that we've been listening to or that we want to give away. Sometimes they will send us a list and say, hey, these are kind of the reissues that are coming in right now. But this time, 
our buddy Toby, he's also Toby at Positive Spin, that he said that he got a hold of from one of his distributors an autographed copy of How to Be a Zillionaire. I guess just by Martin Fry. It did only look like one signature. Am I right? Okay. Yeah, I'm guessing it's just Martin Fry. Yeah. F R Y. If you would like an autographed copy of How to Be a Zillionaire, he's the one you want. Yeah. If one person's going to sign it, you want it to you be want Martin, Martin Fry. Fry. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the dude. So if you would like to win that autographed copy of How to Be a Zillionaire, go to positivespin.com, positive with a Z, and there's a banner at the top that says Win the HTWOW Album of the Month. And you just got to give them an email address. Have you ever in your existence. In Dallas. Has ABC come through there? Have I never never come th- I doubt it. Let me let me look. Like, do you think that they wouldn't have been on like a Lollapalooza thing? They're not one of those bands. No. Okay, so here's the thing, and I'm so dumb, I may have been at one of these shows and I just don't remember. They were there. But they have been to Dallas, but only in the last twenty years. Okay. They've been to Granada. ABC in, oh, was at Granada. ABC was at Granada in 05 and 06. Wow. Do you think it's and, just him? Okay. Do you think it's just Martin <laughs> and Fry? And they also, in 2019, they played Downtown Grapevine. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. May 18th. I don't know. Was that like Arbor Day in, in Grapevine? <laughs> I don't know, but I want to know why I wasn't alerted so I could have been in some band that opened up for this. Like, <laughs> God, why? Um, so it's just, it's got to be just him, right? Martin Fry, and he's got like a, he's just got someone playing all the stuff. It can't be what they used to be, like this full giant band. There's no way. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is. Yeah, it's. I mean, if you look up their their wiki, current member Martin Fry. <laughs> yeah, I think he's getting some people, and he yeah, shows he's up. got he's got ringers, or he's just playing music, and Martin Fry gets up there and sings the songs. Yeah, so why not? That's what famous people do. Yeah, 2015 they did the the Lexicon of Love too. Remember when that came out? No. Yeah. I do not remember. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. But man, I love it. And that is one of the coolest records ever. Uh, How to Be a Millionaire is on How to Be a Zillionaire. And it's awesome. I mean, by by the way, I want the signed copy from freaking Martin Fry. Don't you? Okay, well, you can take it and then we can give away a non autographed copy. No, our people need it. I don't need anything. By the way, if you do look up ABC on Wikipedia. Mm hmm. They uh, make sure they have a little note at the top, not to be confused with another bad creation. <laughs> the East Coast family. Yeah. Remember yeah, the that? New, the new Jack Swing mm-hmm. of another bad creation. BBD, ABC. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So. That's Bell Bib DeVoe. That said, please support PositiveSpin.com and win yourself a vinyl copy of How to Be a Zillionaire. Uh, and we also have a beer sponsor. And once again, because we are so busy and we are doing this episode remotely, 
I did not go and visit our friends at Good Friend Package. So I had to dive into the beer fridge and I decided to punish myself uh, self-flagellation because I did not go and see our beer sponsor. By the way, they are at 1155 PV Avenue in Far East Dallas, Casa Linda area. And they have fantastic breakfast and lunch and cultivar coffee and beers in the cooler to go. Good and so friends. please, please go visit them and also go across the street to good friend, uh, beer garden and burger bar because, uh, I mean, Josh and Matt are the best. Are they Aren't not? They, they're the sweetest. If you're going to be like tall, scary people with beards, but also just be fr- so friendly that you're like, oh my God. Yeah, the friendliest, tall, scary people. Yes. Um, so to punish myself, I, I don't know how long these beers have been in the beer fridge. I You're cleaning out. I think... I, yeah, I have not restocked in a while, so it's getting low. Okay. And I don't know if these predate this house, you know, because we've been in this house <laughs> for like uh, a year and a half. Sure. So I don't know if these were moved to this house or if they were purchased at this house. But it's yet another Martin House because Martin House brings all the insanity. And so I felt like this was a good beer for the October pod. Good. It is, can you see that? A limited edition pretzel stout. Limited release peanut butter pretzel stout. Okay, that sounds right. And also gross. Yeah, look at how dark that bitch is. Yeah, man. How's it taste? Um. Yeah, that's not a good start for a review. You know what, honestly, honestly, it is not bad. It is way less torturous than I thought it would be. <laughs> and it tastes like the um, the peanut butter filled pretzel nuggets that you get at Sam's. Okay. I, I want, you know, we've, we've threatened the clean out my fridge of the stuff that I've hidden in the back. The next there might be done. one of these hidden back there. There might be. Oh, my God. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Let's go. Let's uh, let's clean out your fridge tonight. Yes. Okay. And by the way, if this is your first time, and we know that there are first timers all the time, especially now that I have joined the hard line, and people stumble upon this mm-hmm. um, because they're like, "Oh my gosh, Dave has a podcast. Let me check it out." Uh, anyway, um, let me move. Line. Let me move on to my next podcast in the queue. Yeah. But. If this is your first time, HTWOW is a song swap and a beer swap. So back in the olden days, uh, I used to go visit Toby in College Station. We, we're going to still keep doing that. This is just a weird couple months. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if we're going to do this in person, it's going to have to be more at my house than your house in the future. But I, I do. I will attempt to make a trek down there every now and again i We're will fine. i will try it's gonna work um, out but yeah back in the old days i would go visit and we would get tanked and then we would listen to tunes we would play stuff for each other like hey have you heard this in a while or hey this is new check this out and then at some point we're like well this is kind of a podcast and so we would uh 
each bring a beer and each bring three songs and it has evolved now to where uh, we get our beers from our beer sponsor when I bother to go visit them and we each play two songs because the pods were getting untenably long and I'm rambling now and so this one's going to be long but you're fine anyways we have a good time we like to party and uh, chit chat and talk about what's going on in our lives and hot tunes and so let's go ahead and jump right in and get the first tune out of the way um and i always get to go first and so i'm gonna play a tune from a band called always and they spell their name with two v's instead of a w remember we had the band audi and they did the two v's instead of the w no they were called audi howdy Oh, howdy. Yes. No, I do remember that. Okay, yeah. The, they totally, you got to hand it to Always. They did that first. Yes. Always did it first. Then howdy. Or do you give it to churches first? E, e, yes, churches did the V for the For the, the U. U. But the double V instead of the W. All right. Now, I'm, now I'm feeling first. like we're having the dumbest conversation ever. <laughs> Anyway, Always <laughs> is from Toronto. Okay. Uh, well, I guess it says that they're originally from Prince Edward Island, but then they moved to Toronto. And uh, they are kind of shoegazy, mm-hmm. um, but they've also kind of ventured into like jangle pop. There's uh, some tunes on the new record that, that kind of sound a little Sundaysy. Right. Uh a little echo in the bunny many, uh, if that's a word. <laughs> it, sure. Um, so they've been around since 2014. Um, that's when their first record came out. So their third record just came out. It's called Blue Rev, and it's really good. I've listened to it several times over. I really like it. Um, but the first song that came out, or the first song that I heard off of it, is still my favorite and so that's what i wanted to play i want to play easy on your own so do you want to jam it you ready yeah let's do that all right i, I go- feel like you've you've done how new is this uh let's see uh came out at the beginning of the month october 7th okay like a period yeah i don't mean it that way i mean like hey we've released a single period you're cycling with me, Toby. <laughs> See, that's the kind of content we need. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you and my wife are cycle sisters.
How's that set? It's a hot track. I love that. I, you know what? I think I'm liking them more than the churches now. Yeah? You know what I mean? It's like, there's something about her vocals and whatever it is. It's like, she's cool. Yeah, I really like the tone of her voice. Yeah. Her, uh, Molly Rankin is her name. Molly and, Rankin? Uh, yeah. Okay. Where are they from? Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, so their second album, which came out in 2017, called Anti-Socialites. Uh-huh. Um, that actually won the Juno Award in Canada for Alternative Album of the Year. Okay. What does Juno mean in Canada? I don't know. Is that like just, some special god like their, of theirs? Like their Billboard Awards. I don't know. Is that what Juno means? <sighs> you don't have to look it up. I just thought that you had something off the cuff of like what Juno means. I don't No, I don't have comedy. No, you don't, don't need comedy. I, I, I don't thought have that you had I thought you had info on Juno. Mm -mm. Okay. It's okay. Maybe it's like a I'm a boot to get some syrup. I love We're a, I, we're a wanted, boot to hand out the Juno. I'm a boot to win a Juno with syrup on it. Is that how they talk? Sure. Well, you so know better than me. You're the Yankee. It's the equivalent of the Brit Awards or the Grammy Awards. Yeah, that doesn't explain what a Juno is. Uh, they are named in honor of Pierre Juno. The hockey guy. No, the first president of the Canadian Radio, Television, and Com Telecommunications Commission. Cool. Did not mean he didn't play hockey, And former though. president of the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. He died in 2012. Let's see. Of old age or like a hockey accident? Uh, he studied at the University of Paris. Oh, like Texas? Paris. Yeah, he went yeah, he went to Paris, Texas. How did you get to be so dumb? And got his bot botany. It, yeah, it doesn't say anything about his hockey prowess. Oh. Okay, that's fine. But just... you know, I mean, if he's from Canada, he probably has laced him up a time or two. Is that what you hockey guys say? Lace him up. Yeah, I gotta lace him up, bro. I haven't laced him up in so long. I might do it. Do you I still have your hockey gear? Oh, yeah. I'm it, sure it's all moldy. Does it smell like just AIDS? Yes. It's just hanging in a bag in the garage, and I'm sure it's nasty as hell. I bet it is, man. You guys, it's just sweat on... Sweating and cold is the worst stink. Yeah, and you never really air it out. You just take it off and throw it in the bag. And, like, the cold holds it. It holds the stink. Yeah, it freezes it. It's like goalie gloves. It's like when they uh, dig up a mastodon that died mm -hmm. like 50,000 years ago. It will never smell as bad as a hockey player dressing room. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so that's always. You know what smells like moose in the 80s? What? A soccer dressing room. That's what it smells like. It smells a what, like a what dressing room? A soccer dressing room. 
Oh, a, so- a soccer dressing room. Mm-hmm. It smells like flowers and moose and hairspray. Yeah, because all the soccer players have a fresh cut for every game. Oh, yeah. And we're only just wearing shorts and shirts. <laughs> I mean, you're barely wearing anything at all. I know. The, best, the worst thing that smells in a soccer locker room is those dumb goalie gloves. Oh, man. Have you ever gotten a whiff of those things? I used to be a goalie. Dude, why do they smell so bad? Like, do your hands sweat that bad? Yes. Jesus Christ. It's just, it's like when you wear shoes without socks. Yeah, exactly. It's like, but you don't think your hands sweat that much, but dang it. Those things I mean, smell that, like... Those, you can smell them from a mile away, those things. Those gloves are thick. I know, they are thick. When you, when you little... Uh, you little forward players put a little whip on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a whip. Yeah, you need the thick gloves to take the sting out. Mm-hmm. I'm about to change. I'm about to take a right turn right here. Okay. Are you ready? Uh-huh. So you've seen concerts. You've done Phoenix and Jesus and Mary Chain since we did, we've last talked. Yeah, and, and is the Chicago trip in between the last talk that we had, too? Is that in between Phoenix and Jesus Mary Chain of Chicago? No, it was, it was before all that. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's see. That's what happens like- when you live in the big city. You can, like, when, you, when you're, like, a city guy like you are. Like, I'm a country guy. You know what I mean? Like, I wake yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you live in College Station. You I'm drive five a in the morning. I got to feed the cattle. I got to get out there and make sure that the farmland is farmed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas you, you're city folk. And so uh-huh. you, you can kind of sleep in a little bit and you can go into concerts the night before and do stuff like that. But I'm crack a dawn. I'm yeah, just you I'm are. that guy. I got to be. Work, you work with, the land, you work with your hands. I got to be up with the cocks. Yeah, you, <laughs> you are awakened by cocks every day. And then I get out on my on my John Deere and hit him. Then I got to do it. And you got to keep him. You know, this is a, a saying that we say on the farm. Keep it straight. You got to keep. Never, I've never heard that. You got to keep those lanes straight when you're doing the farm, when you're doing the corn. Oh, yeah, because you don't you don't want to have it be all crooked because then the combine would get all messed up that's what when, I'm you try and, when it's time to harvest you got to keep it straight and that's all we keep saying to each other all the time when we pass each other and wave right keep it straight i didn't know that that's an insight for you for people that are non-farmers and are city folk yeah thank you thank you for that yes um so i did go to chicago at the very beginning of October. So mm-hmm. it is It is between last pod and this pod. So, yeah, I think um, I want to get into your tune and your stories, and then you can ask me about stuff later. And then we can get into the Pet Shop Boys. And New yeah, you can, and ta- you can ask me about that stuff or Phoenix or Jesus Mary Chain and my new best friend Jim Reed, whatever. Yeah, no, we're going to get into all that because... God, the pictures of the Phoenix thing. We'll get into it. Yeah. I um I they seem like they have stepped it up a notch. 
So yeah, that was that was impressive. Yeah, so we'll get sure. into it. But yeah, I am gonna play a song, and it's it's one of our champ. You know, you know, we like to champion bands. We we have discovered so many things; it's mm-hmm. impossible to even list them all. Yeah, and there's one that I wanted to play, but I'm not even gonna play it. There is a new Goth Babe song, but obviously we can't do it. Yeah, I mean we've we've touched that base a couple times. We just can't they, play. They don't Goth need our help all the time. He's in his. I'm sure he's bought a new trailer. Like, yeah, he's probably upgraded to like a a, a fifth wheel. <laughs> he's got he's got like a sweet little pulled on airstream. Yeah. You think he got yeah. one of those? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm so sure. We, he doesn't need our help anymore. So maybe no, we'll so, play that in the yeah. after dark. I'll play the goth babe thing, but Tahiti 80 different. Yeah, we got to spread the wealth. We don't play Tahiti 80 all the time, but they have a new they have a new record. But this is the new single that they just released. This is October 2022, is what they're calling the release of this record. Yeah, I, you know it's a it's an EP, right? I think it's like six songs, maybe. Yeah, but that's pretty much all you can do right now, right? I mean... Like, would you do more than that? If, if you want to stop there, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it says it's an EP. I'm just yeah, saying, it's, unless, it's five you're, songs. unless you're Taylor Swift, don't, don't do more than eight. Yeah, don't waste it. Because our attention span can handle it. We yeah. can't. We can't do no. More it, than... it is uh, it is a five songer. Yeah, see, that's a, that's about all we can handle. We can yeah, handle it's called, five. It's the the uh, the EP is called Lipstick Stains, and I actually I've listened to this, and it's good. So, did you listen to the My Oh My song? Uh huh. Yeah, oh, I've okay. listened to the whole thing. Okay, it it, it kind of kicks off slow. Yeah, but but it is a, but it is a good one, and they're uh they're. Uh, French, right? That makes sense for our our throwback thing because we were so Australian French bands for a while. So if we're gonna do a kickback Tahiti eighty, I mean this is a this is cool that they're still doing new stuff. Yeah, I mean they have been around since ninety two. Can you believe it? I'm telling you, you remember how I found them, or how Jeff Whittington from the Hundred Inevitables found them? It was in an NPR, in a throwaway plastic bin thing from the radio station, and he picked up this thing that was a compilation, and it had Tahiti 80 on it, and we listened to the whole compilation, and Sandre Lurke was on there. That's so awesome. And that's how we found both of them. Their first album didn't come out until 99. Uh, but they've been together since 92. Yeah, and, I think it just took them a while. Yeah, yeah. And so the, and so the singer, guitar player guy, and the bass player guy, they met at university, of course. And did you, did you know the story of their name? No, I have no idea. Did we never talk about that before? No, I don't think we ever did. But it says that, uh, so the... Uh, the singer guitar player Xavier Boyer uh, his dad was given a shirt <laughs> that said Tahiti 80 on it like like a, it, like a surfer like an OP shirt yeah well it, it, he it was 
you know, like Spring Break 84 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, it was a shirt that was from 1980 and it said Tahiti and then 80 on it. I love it. That's that's fantastic. It's perfect. They should redo those shirts. I'm sure they have. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they have. Yeah. Well, do you want to hear the song? I would love to. Okay, here it is. It's pretty good. It's a slow build, but once it gets to the part, they nail it. They always do. They always do. They they deliver. So just be patient is all I'm saying. All right, here we go. of the new Tahiti 80 I love it I, I I love the whole EP I mean they just know how to write a tune and they're just so happy and just having do you think they're just at the beach all day and just yeah I'd love to know their whole like 
you know, reality show about the <laughs> Like, what are they doing? Like, surely they're still, even though they've been around forever, surely they're still, like, able to wear Speedos and stuff, right? Uh-huh, I think so. They seem, they seem Speedo-y. I want to party with them. Yeah. Well, we, we just need to get them on the bill for HG Wow Fest. Yeah, I know, because they're so into the the yacht rock vibe. Like, if we get poolside and goth babe... Sorry, I just slammed the rest of that pretzel stout. Oh, are you going to be all right? Yeah. It's a lot. There, was, there were, like, pretzel pieces at the bottom. Um. Okay, so I do want to get into Toby's story time really quick, but I... I am switching it up. I have a new beer. What do you got? Um, this one, again, from the dregs of my beer fridge. But this is a good one. Have you ever had medical grade haze from Community? God, that sounds terrible. No, I have not. It's a, a hazy India pale ale, IPA. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I would tell you the ABV, but oh no, it's seven point seven. I found it. Okay, you're okay with that. You're good yeah, with that. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I never did give the ABV on the pretzel stout. Let me find that. Yeah, pretzel stout sounds so disgusting. Pretzel stout. That was only a six point five. Oh, I'm doing dang. fine. You're fine. Everything's everything's fine. That's why you sound gold, right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do you think of uh, Three Nations Brewing? I like that. Uh, we've done their their uh, mango smash before on the the pod. What I'm saying is, is, I think it might need to be our next remote. Oh, okay. I was in downtown you, you know Carrollton, them? right? Did you introduce yourself? No, no, I didn't do anything. I wanted to ask your permission first. You're the radio star. So <laughs> okay. I, 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 I can't just lay stuff out there like that. Like, I, I just don't want to jump into things. But there is a vibe going on in freaking downtown Square Carrollton. Do you know what yeah. I'm talking about where those silos are? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we Yeah, I used to go on dates with my wife, but... Uh, in downtown Carrollton once upon a time. Why? Well, because it was close by or was in between where she lived and where I lived at the time. She lived in Addison. I lived in Las Colinas, so we would meet in Carrollton. But there was oh. a specific place, but I'll go sit in my fucking corner, Dave. No, what was the specific place besides... There, were, there, was, there was a place that was like a tequila bar. I don't know if it's even still there. No, right? now it's a Mexican restaurant. Okay. By the little theater on the square. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's but that's where Three Nations is, is, is in All the right, square? So, yeah, Three Nations is, there's the silos, and then down the street, right next to the square, it's pretty lit every time I walk by. Okay. And there's like food trucks, and they're doing the whole thing. We might need to do a thing. And there's a Cane Rosso in downtown Carrollton too, right? The Cane Rosso is right in front of Three Nations. Perfect. Is it Three Nations? Am I saying that right? Yes. Okay, yeah. It's You're right. In, it's right in front of that. And they have a huge, huge building. Like, it's massive. This warehouse. Well, ne- next time, next time 
you're in town and you're doing things in Carrollton. Okay, so you're giving me permission as leader of... Uh, you are VP of sales. <laughs> so, so you are entitled to make deals, yes. Can Marissa just go over and do that for us? So she sure. can set us, set us up. Yeah, she she's marketing better. director. See? She, she's marketing director. You're oh, VP okay. of sales. Well, then she just needs to tell us how it goes. And then we'll, then we'll show up there. Yeah. Hey, y'all start conversations. I'll, I'll negotiate after that. Yeah, but next time you're in town and you're doing things with your musical sources, then uh, invite us out and we'll meet you up there. Or I'll just be like, I'll walk in there and be like, our head of marketing, and I'll just give them her number. <laughs> yeah, perfect. That sounds better for me. Yeah, or, or bring a bunch of our stickers up there and put them all over the place and then be like hey i see you've got all these stickers for our podcast i guess you guys have a lot of uh fans of our show that come here we should do a remote i see a lot of our stickers in your toilet yeah that it's like a to target what bands do it's a similar tactic to what i was doing for taylor young band mm-hmm. all right <laughs> so Medical grade haze, thumbs up. You like it. You feel good it about is, it. it is, yeah, it, it's one of the best things that Community has put out there. Where is so, Community? Where is that? Uh, they have a brand new tap house that I have not been to yet, but it's just off uh, 183, like on your way into downtown Dallas. Kind of oh, okay. by, by the Anatole and stuff. You know, if you're coming towards Dallas from the west, yeah, the, the fashion district. Yeah, it's close. It's yeah, it's close to the. Uh, what do they call that? Not the fashion district. Something, what do they call that? Something arts. Something. No, I don't know what it's called. Don't design. Yes, fucking design district. Oh, the bitch that needs to yeah, the the girl that needs to be quiet. No, came I in said from the top rope. Yeah, so it's near there. Anyways, it's it looks really cool. It's big. They've got a huge sign. They've got a huge patio, and uh, that needs to be on our list too. We need to do our show from there. Okay, and then there's the place with all the ciders. We have a lot of things we need to do. Yeah, we really do. We need oh, to get on this. I want to do a little uh, Toby story time. Okay, because, what are we doing? What are we? Talking well, you about? were you were telling me so. You have the the TYB Wallflower show. You also have Deep Blue Something's triumphant return to Denton, where someone where someone almost died. Well, not the dying part. Oh, no one died. No one died. No one died, but almost. Yeah. So what do you, what do you want to tell first, or how do you want to how, how do you want to tackle this Wallflower show? It's like when we, like as Deep Blue, got to hang out with Duran Duran, and you're always like, what a cool thing when, like, everyone in the, you know, some cool band like that is they're all super cool. Right. That they're not, they're, that they're not too big for their britches because they're super famous. Yeah, and you gotta, I mean, no one in the band is, like, super famous, but it's like, even Jacob is like, he's just so 
band guy. I mean, he comes out in like pajamas later on, and we're all just like hanging out drinking. But you know, it's like a, it's just cool when people are just normal band, and they just want to talk to other people. They've been on the road for a long time. They don't want to talk to their own band. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like they're just happy to talk to anyone else. So I can go into that whole story. It's the you know, Canadian ragweed band. What what's that? Cody Canada. Cross, cross Canadian ragweed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was there. He brought his bus over there, and they're all partying. And he just came to the show. He had nothing to do with it. He just. <laughs> so it was just a fun night, and it was super cool. But it's just band dudes having a good time. Yeah. Well, the story that I heard from that night from Taylor. Okay. That that made Taylor over the moon was he has his uh, Telecaster that he got for his birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Kirk found this old Telecaster that Katie, base Katie Taylor's girlfriend now a fiance wanted to really do a cool thing for him for his birthday so kirk found the guitar that was he had been playing the replica of this guitar so they found a real one right on reverb or or whatever one of those antique guitar things so what year is it do you i mean do you know i mean it's nothing crazy but it's enough yeah but but it's a real telly and I, I guess it's you know he had it set up just perfect and it sounds awesome. It's ridiculous, and for a band like the Wallflowers, they see that guitar. Well, first of all, their main thing was our drummer Austin has a amber see-through Vistalite set. So when they come out of sound check, they're just seeing Austin's kit, and all of them are just surrounded this kit like. Dang, is that like a real Vistula? Is that like a real thing? So they're freaking out on Austin's thing, and then they see Taylor's thing, and they're like, oh, shit. So that's when the older guitar player, because they have a thing that they're probably all the same age, but you know how it goes. Like Jacob looks better. Well, no, the keyboard player probably looks the best, and the one guitar player on the right looks the youngest, but the dude on the left... He just turned gray quicker. You know what I mean? But they're all the same. You know, you know how that goes. Yeah. So, so the dude on the left, it was just like, can I play that for a couple of songs? And Taylor's like, hell yeah. So the dude ended up playing it for like five, the six encore. songs yeah, at the end of the that. The whole night. encore. Like he just went, he was like, oh, I'm not giving it up now. Now I'm playing the songs. Let's go. So that's such a cool thing, you know. Yeah, and then dude, Taylor I mean, and Jacob broke down for a long time. I left. I mean, I was tired, but like they hung out with him for a long time. Yeah, I I I talked to Taylor. Uh, I guess the next day or or uh, a couple days later, and so he was trying to he was trying to decide how he wanted to play it because he had gotten the uh, the info, you know, the guitar player's text number. Mm-hmm. And was like, when should I text him? I was like, wait till tomorrow. And he was like, yeah, I, you know, I wanna, I wanna try and put something out there, but you know, not sound like too desperate. And uh, and I was like, dude, just uh, just because they had said, I guess that they were gonna 
tour Europe in the spring, and he, I was like, just invite yourself on the Europe tour. Yeah, just and he do was it. like, dude, that's awesome. So I don't know, I don't know how that went, but we're always around all these bands all the time, and half of the people always are like, oh, no, I'm from Dallas. I used to live right down the street, right there. Like, like the bass player's like, oh, I live two blocks from here when I was in college or whatever and like they all live you know dallas is pretty much every musician if you end up talk hanging out with band guys either they went to north texas or they lived in dallas right speaking of going to north texas let's let's switch to the dbs show because i wasn't even aware that this happened it was awesome so it's a benefit for um It's like insurance stuff for like Denton musicians and like a bunch of other stuff. It's like a, it, it was a benefit show. Uh, but Rubber Gloves is, it's really cool. They've kind of set it's the back. thing up. Yeah, it's the outside stage thing is pretty big. But <laughs> the funny thing is, is while we're setting up and we're doing sound check, like we did sound check so early that I went back to Dallas for eight hours before I oh, went wow. back. Yeah, we sound check like at one, you know. Didn't play till midnight, so I'm not gonna hang out the whole time. So I went <laughs> back, took a nap. Um, while we're setting up and doing sound check, they're setting up a wrestling thing right in front. of like there's a full-on dude like women wrestling thing like i have no idea but there was a full-on boxing ring thing that was set up right in front of our stage how bizarre and so the whole time we're sound checking have you ever seen a boxing ring get set up no it's dangerous well i i imagine there's a lot of high tension springs and stuff those people getting slammed on the ground on that stuff, there's not enough padding for that. Like, you would think it's more... It's like a trampoline, right? Man, it did not look like that. Like, by the time they were finished, I was like, they're slamming people on their back on this wooden... I don't know. It didn't look great to me. <laughs> <laughs> good thing you weren't on the the card yeah but they seem fine and, and that would of course was gone that that was removed before uh the drag show and we're wow. playing right in front right before you know where the corn kids did you, did you have a bunch of proud boys protesting your show no 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 everything's good but you know the corn kit sign the what red lights oh yeah and all that. we're basically you know where rubber gloves is it's right under this oh i didn't know they moved no it's right there you cross the tracks and I thought Rubber Gloves was near downtown, is it not? Oh, no, 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 no. Rubber Gloves okay. is out by a cement factory thing. Oh, okay. Off of the train tracks. Yeah. So, um, which is perfect for us. Um, but before we played this rap group that was sort of a comedy thing, but also really good rap band, like they were awesome. 
And so all this stuff's going on, and then there's the DJ guy, and then there's the rapper dudes, but then also on stage, they have a dude just making tacos. <laughs> making tacos? And burritos, and throwing them out to everyone. That's the most bizarre thing. So live act I've ever heard. But of. he's also acting like a DJ. So he's when he's making all the stuff, he's part <laughs> he's of scratch. The, he's scratching the yeah, tortilla. He's part of the whole thing. He ends up taking a bite, a large bite out of a burrito. I get this is what I found out at the end of the night because we thought we were going to be canceled and we couldn't play because of so many police and fire trucks and ambulances that were at this thing right before we play before the drag show so we're in the backstage and i'll send you this picture it's just us surrounded by drag queens in the dressing room but no one's even paying attention to them and we're just growing down with them like dude you look good you look good you know that kind of stuff and we're just kind of like and their hair is wild and we're just like man you look good you're gonna do great and they're just like yeah and then the per people come up and they're just like someone just i mean the first report we got someone died on stage and we were like <laughs> i guess it's canceled what what did you just say and they're like someone is completely unconscious on stage and they are not responding and we we're just like, shit, is it the singer? And they're like, no, well, we can't tell. And then eventually the EMTs were there in like three minutes and they show up and they have to do a different thing from just a regular Heimlich thing to get the thing out of the guy's throat. So the, the taco burrito DJ choked on his own burrito? Passed out on the stage everyone because he turned totally blue and <laughs> marissa's right next to you trying not to laugh where it's look at her right there she's enjoying your story so he's completely out on the thing that everything stops in the show <laughs> and they're dislodging the burrito from the taco dj <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Not what funny at the time because no. they they told us he was dead. Because so he could not breathe. And then did I'm he? just sitting there looking at the guy running the thing and I was like, "Come here. Come here. We're not going to play if the dude from the if the taco guy from the rap band died, we're not playing. <laughs> no, no, that's canceling the rest of the show. If the drag queens want to go on, that's up to them. Yeah, and it's our sound guy coming up there going, "Hold on, hold on." They found movement in the in the taco guy, and you're just like, <laughs> "Okay, what is movement?" <laughs> and we're just sitting up there, surrounded by drag queens, in a, in rubber gloves upstairs in a dressing room and there the tension from the drag queens and us is just like we're not going out there and i'm like 
hell no, we're not going to play if somebody just died on stage. Fuck I can't step over like, a dead that's body. That's fucking crazy. And then all of a sudden, someone comes out and goes, he's good. They got the burrito. He had a burrito. And I was like, the lead singer had a burrito. And it was like, it wasn't the lead singer. It was the taco DJ guy. And we were like... <laughs> So the ambulances, the fire trucks, all the cop cars left, took that guy away with him, but he's breathing now and walking. He stood up on the stage and walked off with them. Everyone was fine. And then the it would have been better. It would have been better if he was on the gurney and gave like the thumbs up. <laughs> he gave the, no, he was walking and the drag queen set just goes, let's go. Wow. And that how was many, like 30 minutes. How many people attended this thing? It was packed. It's amazing. <laughs> so right before it was this awesome drag concert. And then we played. It was so Denton. It's like you couldn't get more Denton than this. Of sitting backstage and going, pretty sure the singer of this band just died. And you're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Did the drag queens come out? And dance to Tiffany's or anything? No. They had their home vibe going on, and they did their thing. I'll send you a picture. It's the wildest thing I've uh, yeah. ever seen. Well, we need to post it. Oh, yeah. No, I'll send it to you. It looks crazy. The uh, <laughs> One of the dude girls. <laughs> I don't think they prefer dude girl. What do they like? What, what, I don't know. I don't prefer? know what they like, but probably not dude girl. Uh, well, she was so awesome looking, but so big. And her hair went to the ceiling. It was amazing what they look like. And Kirtland made the gig? Yep, Kirtland made it. <laughs> That's a nice. plus. That's a plus. <laughs> He's the one that gave us the most info about the person passing out. He was like, I'm the only one that's been standing out there. That dude took a bite off of that burrito, said something to the crowd, and completely went unconscious behind the, like, the lead singer was singing, and the burrito guy fell right behind him and was completely out and turned gray instantly. Could not breathe. So... Can we give a shout-out to Burrito Guy? What's the name of the band? Do you know? Shit, man. I mean, I can look it up real quick. You want me to look it up? Uh, only if you want to. I do not. That's fine. It's okay. But it's Burrito Band before we played. They were a rap group called something. <laughs> well, I'm glad he's okay. That's mm. the most important thing. Because all I kept getting from people coming backstage was, man, this rap group down there is kick-ass. They're so funny. And they kept giving me like lines of what they were saying of how funny they were. And then it was just like, lead singer's dead. And you're just like, <laughs> damn it. Things took a turn. But everyone's okay and everyone's alive. <laughs> I can't wait to see the picture. And I'm glad he's alive. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll have Dave's story time after my jam. But let's get my next jam out of the way. Now, you played this. Uh, this band at uh, the uh, fifth anniversary show. Okay. The After Dark. You you played the first single off this record, and but you know that's just for patrons. By the way, if you want to subscribe to the After Dark, go to oldwaver.com and click on premium, or go to uh, patreon.com and search HTWOW. 
But yeah, so you played the first single from this record. It's the new record from the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. So their new record, Cool It Down, just came out. Cool it down. It came out right at the end of uh, September. And it is their fifth album. And I am not a huge fan of the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. I'm not either, um, but I like that last song we played. Who was the guest on that? Like they, they like they had a new thing that it was, Oh, Perfume Genius. Yeah, it was yeah. more of a bigger production. Yeah, Perfume Genius, I guess, did some backup vocals and and some of the atmospherics or keyboards or whatever, added but yeah, some so, bass and some stuff, yeah. Yeah, so Spitting Off the Edge of the World was the song that you played on the After Dark and when the new record came out, actually, so it came out right uh, as I was going to Chicago. And so I listened to it on the plane over and over again because I loved it so much. And I couldn't believe how much I loved it. Because like I said, I wasn't ever really into the yeah, yeah, yes. But um, it's super good. And uh, it's just got a lot of cool texture to it um it's got a lot of cool keyboard sounds which i wasn't expecting and so i wanted to play track three off the record wolf okay do you know this one no i do not have you listened to the full record no, or just that I, one song? i did that i i didn't realize maybe that the full thing came out so i don't know okay well good uh well let's see if you like this song as much as the other song.
Yeah, she, um, I feel like both of them have accepted the fact that they need to do other things. You know what I mean? Like, it can't just be the angsty guitar thing and... Yeah. Like, it, like they need the other instruments and to do the, all the other stuff. There needs to be strings and synthesizers and... You know, they need to do all this other... Like, yeah, I mean, technically, they're still a three-piece. Um, but yeah, it, it's a much bigger sound, and it's much more interesting than what I expected from them. Like, what What are they? So Karen O, she is a singer and keyboardist, pianist. So she plays uh, keyboards on stage when they play? I don't know. I, I've never seen them, so I don't know. Anytime I've ever seen any live thing, she is just singing. There is yeah. nothing up there. Yeah, and then Nick Zinner is the guitar player and keyboardist. And then the third dude is the drummer, Brian Chase. Okay. I normally know them as almost sort of a white stripes thing that it's guitar player, drummer... The guitar player covers a ton of stuff, and she's, you know, that's how they started. Well, they do have, okay, so when they play live, they do have a second guitarist um, who played in Tortoise, uh, David Peho. Okay, so they've added, they know, hey, we we record stuff on our records. We need to. Yeah. We need to have some people here. 
And yeah, so he's been with he's been with them since 2009. If you can afford to have the bigger band, get the bigger band. I want to look like Miami Sound Machine up there. <laughs> yeah. Come on, let's go. Yeah, make it a show. Have them all. Have the backup singers do the stuff. Let's go. We're putting on a performance. No one goes, you know what, it was so great because they did that with only two people. No one cares about that. I mean, do you care about that? No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, let's light it up. I mean, may as well. May make it memorable yeah well you know i i have a renewed or a brand new interest in the yeah 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 so i don't know if anything else in their catalog is similar to the new record or would grab me in the same way but i love the new record i feel like you're giving me credit for that that do i get credit for that yeah, well, you know, you you played it, and I had heard it, but it did kind of validate my feelings that this is interesting. It was a reinforcement because yeah, neither one of it, us are like championing. They don't need us. When you're good, you're good. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Right, all right, I'm gonna. It's give good. You, I'm gonna give you a sound bite. You ready? Yeah. Oh, bubbles. It's tea time. It's tea time. Okay, so we talked about, for Dave's story time, we have Chicago, Pet Shop Boys, New Order. We have uh, we have Phoenix, and we have Jesus and Mary Chain. So what do you, you want to know about? All right, dang it. The Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, so we saw them in Chicago, and... When was this? This was uh, September 30th, Friday the 30th. Okay. And so I had bought the tickets like two years before because it was supposed to be in the fall of 2021, but then it got bumped because of COVID. Is there a reason why they planned that tour? Like, why why are they touring? Did they put out stuff? No, uh, n- neither New Order or Pet Shop Boys had... Well... Pet Shop Boys, they do have a new record. New Order doesn't. But I, yeah, I don't know the reason behind the co-headlining tour other than they just thought it would be cool. Um, I mean, I get it. They were friends from... Uh, right, Electronic. They were friends from Electronic, so it's like... Obviously, they're buddies, so it's like... That's a cool thing to do. But So there was no reason... Not, not that I could tell, but I decided to see them in Chicago because I love Chicago and Marissa had never been to Chicago. So that was of the, you know, half a dozen or sorry about, I guess it was of the dozen or so cities that they picked in, in the U S that was the one that jumped out because it was, you know, where did they play? They played at uh, some kind of amphitheater thing that's on the lake by Soldier Field. Okay. And so it was an outdoor venue. But I wasn't sure going into it 
they were alternating headlining. And so I wasn't sure if we were going to get New Order last or Pet Shop Boys last. And then, uh, you know, as we were going up there, I, I figured out that, no, oh, we're going to get New Order last, which was my preference. Because I was like, this is, you know, it's the more rock show ending. Well, that would have been in my head as well. Yeah. yeah. And then, and New Order was great. And we had a good time. And towards the end, the people, you know, we were about maybe 20 rows back and a little bit to the right. And towards the end of the set, there were there were some people who were heading for the exits to just try and beat the traffic because traffic was awful getting out of there. And so we ran up to like the fifth row center to watch the last couple songs. And it was amazing. I loved it. But afterwards, I couldn't believe that the Pet Shop Boys blew New Order away. That the the new uh, the Pet Shop Boys show was just so much more put together, so seamless, and had such high production value, and sounded so amazing. And they have so many hits, and I was dancing my ass off. It was mm-hmm. just so much fun. I think that makes perfect sense, just because. I mean, in general, Bernard's not the best singer, and you never know what they're going to play like. Like, none of that matters. But, but like, if Pet Shop Boys play, he's going to sound like himself no matter what. So, yeah. I'm guessing. And there's no Peter Hook. I mean, that maybe that would have made a difference too if Peter Hook was there. Do you think he really makes that big of a difference? Uh, well, he is the, I mean, he has the most presence as far as just the rock star aura on stage, right? You know, Bernard doesn't. But the sub is playing all the stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's fine. Uh, uh, Phil Cunningham, I think, is the dude that is playing, or Tom Chapman. I can't remember which one mm-hmm. is playing the bass. But yeah, I mean, it sounds great, but. It's not Peter Hook. You know, Peter Hook just he he's such a cocky motherfucker and he just I I think he would have added an extra just rock star element that was missing, maybe. But I wanted I wanted to touch back on Pet Shop Boys really quick. Neil Tennant is sixty-eight. And I think uh Chris Lowe is like sixty-four. Oh my god. So in all right, so Weston girls, they were old. Yeah, Chris Lowe is 63. Um, wow. And yeah, so so Neil Tennant, but he sounded great. I mean, just he made he made the right choice that he always sang in a register that he could duplicate. Yeah. When it's he a, got older. It's almost talking. Yeah, it's like yeah. talk singing. But he just, he sounds so pure. And Chris Lowe just, you know, he wears the sunglasses and the hat that says boy across it, you know, and the track suit. But does, and he has the best move ever that no one ever knows what he looks like. Like, everyone knows what the singer of Pet Shop Boys looks like. But that dude could be in a Whole Foods 
the, oh, key yeah. the keyboard player. Yeah, you would never recognize him. No one would know. He could be standing right by you. But the coolest thing was just so much of what they were playing was live. They did have a backing band. They had like three people behind the screen and at some point they raised the screen and so they played as a full band. Like did you hear any mess ups? No. No. I mean there were, not saying there weren't tracks, but there were loads of there was loads of stuff that Chris Lowe was playing live and that the other band members were playing live and it was the perfect blend of live and tracks and it just sounded amazing. That's what I loved about the last um Depeche Mode concert we were at. I think it's cool that they're playing it. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh it was every bit the experience that I anticipated when I bought the tickets 2 years before. It was so much fun. I know it wasn't as much fun for my wife who I dragged up there, but I did make it a first class trip to Chicago and we did lots of other fun stuff. So I think she had a good enough time to offset uh, any misery from having to watch my eighties bands. But did y'all go see baseball? Uh, we went, we did not go in Wrigley. We went to Wrigleyville when they were playing a day game on Saturday. Did y'all go get a hot dog across the street? No, we did not. I wanted to go to Wiener Circle, but we never made it there. Uh, it you know it was college football Saturday, so we mm. ended up we ended up finding a Alabama themed bar called the Houndstooth Tavern. Yeah, that was close to Wrigleyville, and uh, we watched a, a good bit of Alabama there, and then uh, then we went to Old Town. Okay, let's play your next jam, and then if you have questions about Phoenix or Jesus and Mary Chain, we can do that after. Okay, that's fine. I have, um, I'm going to make you take a choice here. Ready? Okay, yeah. This is, we're we're going to do this again, because I love this. This is on the fly. I love this, because it's always about the band names. Okay, there's Tiger Bay in June. There's Men I Trust. We're not doing a goth babe thing. There's there's Sun Gaze. There's Saint Lucia. We've played Dayglow before. Yeah, we have played Dayglow before. Okay. There's an Austin band called Dress Warm. <laughs> Dress Warm? Mm-hmm. Should we play Dress Warm? Great band. <laughs> Man. This is tough. I know it's tough. It's tough. Let's do dress warm because they're from Austin. Okay. I mean, I, I, I've heard of, and you know what? I think I've actually seen Men I Trust. Mm-hmm. They opened up for Beach House one time. It's super good. Do you want to play that one? It's really well, good. Well, I, yeah, I, I, I'm narrowing it down to dress warm and men I trust, and then you can choose. Marissa, what would you do? Would you go with the local band, or would you go with men I trust? I mean, I like dress form the name of it. Okay, we're going with that. And they're from Austin, so they this is a lot of home recording stuff. So here we go. What's the name of the track? It's called Take a Hint. Okay. 
All right, this is Take a Hint, Dress Warm, Cool Weather's Coming, Dave. Uh, it's true. That's what it's we're doing. True. So here we go. howdy yeah totally it's like they it's, probably have uh, it's like this weird jellyfish thing and like uh a little they, bit of like beechwood sparks in there yeah yeah yeah. it's it's pretty cool yeah um, i like it yeah it's pretty cool it's got a good vibe it's got a good vibe it's a good vibe it's bro. a good vibe it's a good vibe so we don't really know that much about them huh uh it's mainly one dude that records at his house, but I think there's uh, might be two dudes and a chick. Uh, I don't know. I feel like there's a girl in the background singing. Was, was this from your source? Everything I'm doing in this episode is fully... It's me. It's my brain. It's you? Yeah. You're not relying on any secret? Not this one time. No, no. It's, it's full. Okay, good. It's full tea. I love it. Yeah. 
right now people are like there's so many cool things going on like, I, yeah I, you need to send me you need to send me the list uh that didn't well i guess we'll i'll hear stuff on the after dark after dark thing because i'm telling you i have like 15 after this it is i swear this last two weeks i don't know what's going on with this fall thing but it's like everyone has dumped everything right now it's insane. So this just came out. Well, actually, um, the physical copy of the Dress Warm EP, it's called A Cowboy on Ice. Oh, okay. And so the physical album doesn't come out until uh, November 11th. Yeah, the uh, Tahiti 80 thing doesn't even... I don't think it's ready to come out yet. Like, I mean, you can get it on Spotify, but you can't right. buy it yet. Yeah. But yeah, Dress Warm is Brandon Price, Logan Krupovage, and Trevor Stovall. Oh my God. Don't you wish you knew like a dude named Logan? Logan. Do you know a guy named Logan? No, I don't. Uh, I wish I did. Yeah, it'd be cool. Like he'd like have a suburban... I like I like dress warm. Yeah, I'm into it. They're cool. I'm into it. You can tell they're just sitting around smoking weed in Austin and making tunes. Yeah, dude. I mean, they they have not put out very much stuff. You are totally on the cutting edge I once know. again. I know. I'm music detective, and this time I did it on my own. I'm pr- I'm proud of you Thank for you. not relying on your secret agents this time. <laughs> Which I should actually more probably rely on them. All right. Do you want to know anything about Jesus and Mary Chain or Phoenix before we go? Phoenix light show what they have behind them. So you were yeah. at um, Southside. Yes. So Southside Ballroom. That looked so insane. Well, yeah. The the Phoenix light show was probably the coolest light show that I've maybe ever seen outside of the backdrop their strobes were so powerful they had so many strobes and they were so blinding they should have had like an epilepsy warning on their tickets they also did this other thing that was like a 3d effect where they had Half of the lights were red and half of them were blue. You know, it was like the old 3D glasses when you would mm-hmm. watch uh, a movie on like a UHF channel, like a Godzilla movie. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, it was like a 50s 3D, the red and blue lenses. And it was it made everything look hyper real. You know, like like you're seeing them. They're in 3D. They're right there. But the way that the light was cast on them, it made them even more real, if that's the thing. It was just, it was the most incredible effect that I've ever seen. And then the LED screen behind them. That's the thing that I'm talking about. It was so high def. I mean, it was a huge screen. It was as wide as the stage and as tall as the stage. So... How, however big that is, like 100 feet wide and 60 feet tall, I don't know. 
but it was a huge HD screen, LED screen. Is that a projection? No. Are they doing? No, it was like a it was a screen behind them, uh, or or like pastel colors. So it would just be a solid color, and it would cycle through all these different colors, and so all of the band members would just pop off this colored background. Then they would also do things that look like uh, like a a French castle or something. Like you were walking through the hallways of a French castle. They would do things that looked like it was like a Renaissance painting and you would be like going into a painting. They did things that looked like a tapestry. Uh, they did things that were like geometric, you know, that were just doing just different designs. Uh, I mean, it was insane. All of the different, they, they, they also had things that looked like it was like an old school, like 1960s, uh, backdrop with like uh big filament light bulbs you know like going off in sequence it just it was the coolest thing i've ever seen at a show i don't know how much that thing costs i i mean obviously they're super rich well who did, who did you who did you go with uh with craig and dale so were, were all of you just like, what the balls is going on in here? Yes. It, it, was, it, it, it was overwhelming how not only just the visuals of it, but just the sound was perfect. Every instrument was perfectly separated. It was the cleanest, tightest live sound that I've heard in a long time did they have their normal drummer yes he has a giant beard now there's been a couple of videos that another drummer has filled in no it was it was the dude that we remember seeing for the first time on the saturday night live it's just so badass you're just he's like, just he's a he's a bundle of energy and there were several songs where he was he kept popping out of his chair like he was practically standing up. It was one of the most fun. And, and you just forget how many hits they have or just how many great catchy songs they have. It was the most fun I've had at a show in a really long time. I mean, I you know, I, I, I loved the Pet Shop Boys and so I would give the nod to the Pet Shop Boys, but Phoenix was so much better than New Order. Okay, so let's get to... This is a hard left turn. Um, let's let's go to Jesus and Mary Chain. So now you've seen them again, but in a more um, confined area to where probably their sound was even better. So what, what do you think about the Granada show? Uh, it was fun, but they're definitely showing their age and the sound was not that good. I was, I was thinking that it was going to be extremely loud. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe like plaster would be falling from the ceiling. It would mm. be so monstrous, the sound, but yeah, it, it, it was just okay. okay. The sound was just okay. And you know, the, 
the way Jesus and Mary Chain are, so many of their songs sound the same, mm-hmm. at least when they start. So I was telling Craig, it's like you have to wait 30 seconds until you do I know this song? <laughs> so it was fun and I saw a ton of people and I, I had a good time, but you know, it was just okay. It was just okay. But I was glad I went. How did Rose Garden do? They did good? Yeah, they did good and, and she got to come out and sing the the uh, girl part on Just Like Honey. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Yeah, I'm sure that was the highlight of her life. I mean, she did great. Yeah, and I mean, she she definitely was dressed to the nines. You know, she was all gothed mm. out. Oh, yeah. So she, yeah, she looked great. People that, like, dress up for the occasion is one thing. She's that all day, so you got to hand it to her. Yeah, and the uh, so the dude, the keyboard player guy, I only saw one song of their set of Rose Garden Funeral Party. But um, the guy, so for the last song, he was playing kitar. And, uh, you know, he's he's a darker-skinned fella. And I was telling Craig and Dale that if you squint hard enough, it's almost like Manny's up there playing kitar. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that's all I could think about when I was watching them. Man, I, that would be the coolest. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was fun. And um, I had several people uh, tell me that they heard the Jim Reed interview that we did on the hard line. Um, you know, I I felt bad after I played it because uh, it was long and I felt like it was too too narrow casting. When, when did you play it? I didn't hear it. Uh, it well, it was... So the show was on a Tuesday. I played it the Thursday before. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I recorded it like two weeks before or three weeks before. It was in the can. Um, God, that's so awesome, though, that you talked to him. I, I am a man. Yeah, I was intimidated because I thought he was going to be really surly, but he was so nice. And yeah, I saw tons of people that said they heard the interview and really enjoyed it. So that was gratifying. Yeah, well, he doesn't hate you. He just hates his brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it seems like they're getting along now. I don't know. I mean, his his brother is huge and his hair is huge mm-hmm. and it's all gray. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, it they're 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 getting up there. And so uh, you know, I I I preferred thinking about the times that we'd seen them before. All right, play us out of here. Play play some ABC, bro. No, don't disappear. No, don't disappear. Now I feel good. Said that you were leaving. Like uh. you do. You do. All my dreams came true last night. I mean, I don't like doing these shows remote. But you always make them sound good, and it always sounds better than I think it's going to. But we need to try and figure out how to do November in the same room. Oh, we're going to do it in the same room. I miss your face. Yeah, we're doing it in the same place next month for sure. I'm going to be there November 4th. So Sunday we're doing it. Let's do it. Let's go. Until I first met you, 
And hey, don't forget, you can win an autographed copy of ABC's How to Be a Zillionaire, autographed by Martin Fry and no one else, just Martin Fry. Thanks to PositiveSpin.com. Go to PositiveSpin.com and click on the, the banner for the HTWOW Album of the Month. This has been HTWOW Episode 63 the October 2022 episode. We've listened to Dress Warm from Austin. The Yeah, Yeah, Yes. Where are they even from? I don't remember. The Yeah, Yeah, Yes? Yeah, where are the Yeah, Yeah, Yes from? We didn't even talk about that. I feel like Detroit, but maybe that's not true. I feel Detroit. No, New York City. That makes sense. New York City. Uh, and we heard from Tahiti 80 from France and Always the from Toronto. I think it's a good mix of tunes. I think we're on a roll. I think everybody enjoyed what we played last month. And uh, this one, I think, is just as eclectic and interesting. Just as eclectic and interesting. <laughs> oh, Lee. And hey, please join us for the After Dark. It's going to be lit. We have so much that didn't make the cut that very well could have made the cut. They should have made the cut. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. But we're going to listen to it all on the After Dark, and you can join us. It's a very select group. There's only 60-some patrons and a handful of friends and family that can even access the Hot After Dark podcast. So join us. It's as little as $5 a month. Go to oldwaver.com and click on Premium, or look us up on Patreon.com. Just type in HTWOW and find us and join us, because it's super fun. It is super fun. We play dumb stuff, and we're so stupid. <laughs> yeah, we're usually even more stupid than we are on this pod. Yeah, so join us, please. We're dumb now. Wait for this. Extra dumb. Wait for extra dumb.